This episode of Against All Odds is brought to you by Stax Records, recording artist Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats, their highly anticipated new album, Tearing at the Seams, featuring the anthemic single, You Worry Me, is out now. For tour dates and more information, please visit Nathaniel Ratliff, R-A-T-E-L-I-F-F dot com, and listen to the full album on Apple Music today. We're also brought to you by Captain Morgan, the official captain of Against All Odds. We're raising our glasses of Captain Morgan and Ginger to all you captains out there. Whether you're a tugboat captain, captain of your intramural dodgeball team, or just live to have fun, you're all captains in our book. No matter how you choose to live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. Captain's orders. And now, the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. All right, welcome to Against All Odds, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. What a show! March Madness, baby! Very special guest today. Very special. So special. Host of their own college basketball podcast, number one in the land. It took all four number one seeds, this podcast. There's not even a number two. It's called One Shining Podcast. Mark Titus and our very own Tate Frazier, the most important duo in the country, in the country this week. Fellas, welcome aboard. We're the, we're the most important duo just for like these three days between yeah. Selection Sunday and the start <laughs> of the tournament, and then no one cares about us after that. But, right. but yeah, right now it feels good. People like want to talk to us. People are nice to us. We keep making the joke, where were you in January? You know, yeah. N- yeah. none of these people were texting us in January. Right, no right. one cared about us. And uh, it was a new year. We would like to hear from you. But mm-hmm. uh, I guess that we can wait till March, so it's yeah. nice. And then like four weeks from now, uh, Simmons will spit on you on his way to the commissary, <laughs> right? I know. Who I love are it. you? <laughs> but this is nice for now. This is nice. And we're going to talk. College basketball the entire time, but I, so much went on in football that we're not going to discuss. I feel like I should touch on it uh, real quick. Bradford goes to Arizona. Lateral move, maybe worse, I think, for the Cardinals. <laughs> it's Carson Palmer 2.0. Uh, Cousins signs with the Vikings. Their stock rises. I think they're like, uh, they were 12 to 1. Now they're 8 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Jimmy Graham, Green Bay. Finally, a tight end there. Nice. Uh, Jordy Nelson, cut. Isaiah Crowell to the Jets, mm. which means uh, Saquon Barkley is almost definitely going to be a, a Brown, and uh, Malcolm Butler to the Titans. But most importantly, shifting back to college basketball, this all happened in the last few hours. And to add to it, DeAndre Hunter out for Virginia, mm-hmm. out for the year. Yep, Virginia was the favorite. The numbers not really moved. They're really like at five fifty plus five fifty right now. They were plus five hundred. They and Villanova still neck and neck. Can they still win? Can, I I I would say no. I think I think Virginia is good enough to still like. Can they? I guess, I guess it's hard to 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 you know f- frame it in a certain way. Can they? Yes, of course. Anything yeah. can happen in this tournament. But it, I, I think this is a very drastic. Like this this almost. If I'm thinking of the guys on Virginia that that they cannot afford to lose, he might be like the one guy that's the most. Even though he comes off the bench, even mm-hmm. though he's a redshirt freshman. Um, if if you don't pay enough attention, you might you might look at his stats. He's what like the fourth leading scorer on the mm-hmm. team. There's a lot of things that make you think like, oh, this isn't really that big of a deal. They'll be fine, and they might be fine. Like they still have a very good team. Yeah. But uh, this this is a very big blow though. This is this isn't a trivial thing that, that he's going to be out. And as they say, you know, that's why we play the games. We we don't want to write off Virginia, but yeah. uh, this is the one guy that can guard every single position, and he also gives them a little bit of help off the bench when you know Devin Hall or Kyle Guy or Ty Jerome don't have it. And they need a little boost. Yeah. I mean, Diakite is a guy that they have in the post to come off the bench and give him a little bit of scoring. But yeah. he's not someone you can really rely on. And Hunter was so reliable. He's so consistent. 
that would, uh, it's really bad. I would put it this way. Like, usually with Virginia, I mean, if you've been paying attention to the last few tournaments, Virginia always has a good team going into the tournament. They mm-hmm. have not made a Final Four with any of their good teams. Right. And the question this year is, like, what makes this team different? I would say DeAndre Hunter was kind of what made them different. Is yeah. like They had a guy like that. They've never had someone that versatile and that athletic and, and all those sorts of things. So now it's not like Virginia's doomed. It's more like now they're just one of their old teams. They're actually yeah. Virginia. Yeah, they're, they're back, back to, to like Virginia. Back to Virginia. Old teams. But yeah, if so. I'm DeAndre Hunter, I say, hey, come on, guys. Let's get it together. I'm only the sixth man of the year. Mm-hmm. There are five men better than me. <laughs> I'm the sixth man. I'm probably the seventh and eighth, too. But I don't know. I, I, I think I still like them. I still like their odds. I think there is a Ewing theory. That's a Bill Simmons. Uh, that, that's his thing. I that was think, a sponsored comment. Yeah, by was you. it sponsored? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a sponsored <laughs> comment. Yeah. But anyway, we're going to talk about that. We're going to get deep into these brackets. First of all, I want to wish a happy birthday to Tate. Mm. Tate, this is not, this is done on purpose, right? That you're this is officially the first day of the NCAA tournament. We have the play-in games. Your parents conceived you purposely, <laughs> right? Like I could see it being like, oh, well, let's have it March first is when he'll be born, and then your mother's like, back off, Stan. We have to wait uh, two and a half weeks. For the first time, I really enjoy that you envision my father being named Stan. Yeah, it's got to be it, right? Your dad's not named Stan. It's exactly his name. Okay. Uh, they always joke about that. It was a it was a winter storm in North Carolina. North Carolina was going to win the national title. It was 1993. Oh. Eric Montross, Donald Williams. Uh, my dad made my mom hold out until the morning uh, so they could watch the game the night before, and then I came the next day. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. Is that right? So it actually did happen that way. You were, you were, you were, <laughs> you're actually, actually good. Good. Everything except the stand, right? <laughs> yes. And by a, the way, I, if you haven't gotten Tate anything uh, for his birthday, I, I found out right before the podcast what he wants. He wants everyone to leave him alone. He's getting too many texts, too many calls. He can't catch up with it all. It's a big day. Uh-huh. Football free agency, basketball, and then this Virginia thing. It's crazy. Now, let me just tell you guys how my morning started. Uh, we have... We have jokes we have to write for Kimmel that there are due 8.45 in the morning. We have jokes and bit ideas due every morning. You guys go live with your bracket at 10 a.m. Uh, after the 8.45 thing, we don't have – the next round of jokes isn't due till 11.30. I'm, I'm letting a lot a lot of very serious information out. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm in my car. I have a very long drive from 10 to 11, and I'm like, this is perfect. I'm going to listen. I'm going to watch the bracket. I'm going to put up in my car, mm-hmm. and that'll be that. I get in the car. I have you live, and I have no audio. And I li- I, I'm like, I can't, I don't know what it is. And I'm pressing the screen, and every time I press the screen, it's it's blasting it's, hearts. Yeah, it's blasting crazy, likes. Crazy likes and hearts all over. <laughs> and all I want to do is press to get, like, an audio option, and I can't get it. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll just watch. Uh, I'll just watch and try to read their lips and, and read which uh, – which one? Uh, what's her name? Tanya. Tanya is yeah, yeah. Up. she's right yeah. on the board. Yeah. yeah. So, so that the first half hour was kind of slow. She would write a name uh, every thirty-three minutes or so <laughs> on the board, and I was like, I can't do this. I, I need the sound now. I'm banging it like it's a nineteen seventy-eight uh, Panasonic yeah. Viera or something like like it's good. and it, it's not working. Finally, forty minutes, it, it kicks in, and it was great. And you guys have done uh, great stuff. Are, are you me. telling us that we had no audio the entire time? Because <laughs> I would totally believe it. That's I would the, totally the rare difference it. right there. Just the <laughs> My stupid car and phone, and I can't get it to work. But uh, anyway, it, it worked out, and I watched it. And uh, so you guys have filled out yeah. a bracket. 
Yeah, yeah, we filled out the bracket, and I, I guess we should throw our boss under the bus. for He was doing the same thing, complaining that we were taking way too long to fill <laughs> out the first round. Commenting live. Can, can we can we just <laughs> like, can we just explain math to people that like the first round takes longer because there's 64 teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're trying to narrow them down to 32. Right. Then the, the field is cut in half each round. It'll it take get half as long yes. because there's now fewer teams. <laughs> and then it gets – but we get we get text and calls like, hurry it up. That You can't make every round take 20 minutes. We're like, it's not going to take 20 minutes when we get to the final four. <laughs> right. I was, I was like, this is diabolical what they're doing. <laughs> they're waiting it out so that, you know, they won't finish this bracket until, like, the, the Elite but Eight. This is, this is the point I made, and I made it on the show, but you probably didn't hear it, Sal, is that yeah. Tate and I, this time of year, we just become, like, court jesters. We're mm. circus monkeys. People yeah. don't care what we have to say, what we have to— you, they don't want to actually like talk to us. They just want the picks. It's like cool, cool. You have your points to make. We don't care. Give us the picks. That's all we want. And you know, it's people would have actually loved it if we started the show and we just had the bracket already filled, filled out. out. And, and we just out. like gave like two jokes, like, "Hey, how about Sean Miller? He may yeah. sweat this tournament." Yeah. And then you do one more thing, and everyone's like, "Yeah, yeah. cool, perfect. <laughs> these are our guys. These are our get, guys. Out, get out of the way. Let me see the bracket. I can't see what you wrote. You know, that's well, all they care about. Go back and watch it if you haven't, because it, it's worth it. And well, although you, you did fill it out before Virginia, now what yeah. you did. We're going to talk about the actual uh, selection show. You, you didn't really learn from that having two boards when Kenny and uh, Charles were going at it. You though, it was a nice little twist. You shot it out mm-hmm. uh, to see if you if you ever yeah, were online. If you ever fifty fifty on a pick, you sh- you actually shot a, a Nerf ball. Or it's a little right. tight skull. Yeah, yeah. Because bought online, we had to make sure that we right. were because we had a couple games. It ended up being two yeah. ACC teams and two Big Ten teams, right. which we get a lot of flack because. You might as you well know, tell who who did you have in your final? We four had games? North Carolina, uh, Virginia. Right. And uh, Michigan State and Purdue. And Purdue. Yeah, those are the four teams. Right. So people were giving us a hard time because, you know, it's a Big Ten guy. I'm an ACC guy yeah. just from where we come from. So people thought we were being, you know, biased. But mm-hmm. the problem with that was he had a bunch of picks. I actually picked North Carolina and Virginia. And I think you picked like Purdue and Michigan State. Yes. So it's going to flip. And, well, and it, also it, you wanted Duke to win it all. Yeah, right? And we shot for it. And I made yeah. it. Yeah, and the right. ball didn't lie. He's and just we, a better shooter. Yeah. That's yeah, all it's going to matter. Yeah. All right. Listen. Tied it. That really hurt you. We're not just uh, we're not just having three guys analyze the tournament. Anyone could do that, right? <laughs> we are having six. <laughs> I'm bringing them on now. My wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, a degenerate trifecta, brother Bry. Darren, the parlay kid, and Harry. What's happening, fellas? What's going yeah, on, what's, up, bud? what's going on, buddy? Oh, there's a lot. There's so much going on. I don't even know how to wrap. You know, I want to wrap up uh, last weekend because it was an epic weekend, especially for me and you, Brother Bry, in terms of our bets. Um, ne- <laughs> negative, I would say, bad. But uh, uh, collectively, we were 0-4 with our best conference tournament winner prop bets. Um Parlay kid, who did you have? You had Rhode Island? I had Rhode Island, Sal. Yep. Yeah. Plus 140. Well, uh, one point loss right there in the finals to Davidson. They got lucky in the semifinals. They beat St. Joe's. And they then did. they, they needed right. a last second win, last shot win against Davidson. And Davidson ended up screwing up things for me down the road. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but, uh, and then. Brother Bry, you had everything wrong, right? You had what you oh, Brother yeah. Bry, had, he he had the white guy early bird special with the, the the early games Saturday and Sunday. I think Vermont was early, right against yeah, Maryland, uh, Boston. I had the oh my god, you're right. I almost forgot I had that. I had the Vermont. I convinced you to jump on Vermont. Yep. Uh, I, with the money line right over UMBC. Yep. And then uh, Sunday, then, I, then I, yeah. I hit a I hit a few things, but then it all started with UNC on Saturday night. I'm sorry, Tate. I took them getting the points against Virginia. Yeah, 
and then I convinced you to jump on a fight, uh, Mikey Garcia by knockout. That yeah. uh, lost. That didn't happen. And then it jumped into the next day. I took uh, Harvard, yep. getting uh, two and a half. They lost by three. Yeah. Then I went to Tennessee, down seventeen, came back, took the lead, and then lost anyway. Mm-hmm. And that and was your I that had, was your tournament bet too, Tennessee. That was my tournament bet, four yeah. to one. That, that, mm-hmm. I mean, but that lost. And then I had, then I jumped on Houston plus one eighty. <laughs> up three with less than a minute to go. Poor <laughs> and then I said, you know what? I need to end the night on a winning bet. So I took the 76ers and Celtics. Celtics up 12. Kyrie Irving gets hurt, and uh, they lose. So it was a terrible Sunday. It's funny because it's terrible, right? It's just the most awful thing. These, yeah, we well, have to bounce like back. Somebody- yeah. yeah, you think just somebody has it out against you. Like, you, you're just not meant to win certain days. At what point does it become funny and, you, and you're not mad? Because, like, the first game, you, the first one you miss, you're a little upset. Second one, you're starting to get angry. At what point is it like, okay, now this is just funny. You're almost rooting yeah, to lose the, because it makes the, the last one, I just I didn't even care. Yeah. No, I, let me, was, I, I still cared on the Houston one because that, that was plus 180. That could have gotten yeah. me back into something. Let me was, correct, Brian, yeah. if I could. It's fun. We send funny texts back and forth, uh, you know, joining in each other's <laughs> misery. But it, it fucking sucks. It sucks. <laughs> It really does. When you lost like six, seven in a row, it's bad news. It, 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 you can't, you know, you're mean to your kids and everything else. It's just, it's it's not good. And it's, it's really hard to hide. Um, I will say though, Brian, you have a, 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 a it's an astonishing record with uh, with North Carolina, what you're doing at Tate's mm. team. When you bet, how does it, how does it work? You, you, you bet so against I think, them. I, I think yeah. this, is, this is payback because I had North Carolina. Before I knew Tate, I had North Carolina to win last year, and I hit that yeah. ever since. Between when I bet on North Carolina, they lose. Between North Carolina and Duke, I have to be, I don't know. I, I think I won one North Carolina game, but I have to be like 1-20-something this year between, between the two of them. Right. And I am praying that you do not bet on North Carolina in the NCAA tournament. I know that they look like the favorite in the West. I know that you want to bet on them. I know that it is 18-1. to 1, But I please, I beg you, Brother Brian, please do not bet on them. No, they're fine. What, what could possibly go wrong? North Carolina's got a cakewalk. They're repeating as champs. It's obvious. It's laid out all in front of us. What could go wrong? Don't buy the bait from Titus. <laughs> it's going to be good. There's a lot of nice options ahead of us. Harry, you're on the, on the, on the other hand. You had Patrick Reed with the golf. At twenty-two to one, he was. Mine. I know you weren't even watching because you were like in Lake Havasu or something. You took our Oscar bit to heart, and you went to you went to Lake Havasu this weekend. <laughs> went to Lake Havasu. Can uh, sort of map this trip out. Uh, a friend Ken, of ours from college went, right. yeah. and uh, an employee of his went too. We all went, and Ken mapped out the wrong dates. So we're there in Lake Havasu for like whatever was supposed to be like spring break, and nobody was there. Nobody was nobody there. was there. We're supposed to be nobody was there because it started like on Monday and we were there on Friday and right. Ken thought it started on Friday. So the weather was terrible. Right. And then driving back home on Sunday, I'm getting updates from you and Brian and that, and I'm trying to check my phone while I'm driving and uh, can't listen to the PGA tour or any sports on the radio because we got Ken's car. So we have to listen <laughs> to Bruce Springsteen for four and a half hours. Ken is Harry's and boss. We went I'm to just... college together. Let me just review for people because we need to communicate this. Yeah. Harry, and he is now your boss. You were his uh, butler. Butler, yes. We, we agreed that you were his butler. butler so I... I was uh I was like a bitterman from Arthur. I was the driver both ways too on the trip. And Great it just reference. was uh just getting updates from you telling me, you know, how Reed choked. So at least I didn't see that. But you know, I'm just I'm so done being angry because I, but in the last month uh, it's it, it's it's so funny. In the last month I've won one bet. And that was a tennis match 
from Acapulco. <laughs> you know, my, 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 that's all I've wanted in the last month. Everything I'm getting shut out. I'm getting screwed everywhere. I'm losing bad beats all over the place. Xavier was my pick uh, to win the Big East tournament uh, in last week's show, and they were the, they were the number yeah. one seed, but not even the favorite. And I get the text message while I'm driving to uh, Lake Havasu from you that Xavier totally blew the game, yeah. and that was another loser. So it's been uh, it's been rough. There you go. All right, but it all picked up a little uh, yesterday when Harry has this thing. If you want to meet Harry, he's very accessible. Some He has a fan on Twitter who said he was in town. And what happened? You met this guy at a hotel or something? Met him at the hotel. Uh, had, he doesn't drink, so I bought him a, a lemonade. Meanwhile, uh, Peter Gammons of baseball is sitting to the left of us. And nice. Cleveland Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers are uh, all around us too. They're staying at that hotel. And Amazing. you went to his room. Ken said you went to the guy's room afterwards. Another lie. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Another Ken lie. All right, just be careful Another though, Harry. It might be a lie, but I, I, I feel like we're going to read about you getting carved up one day. Because yeah, Peter like, Gammons is a sweet guy, but watch out, right. Harry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Peter Gammons True, doesn't right. need to see this at at, at his stage. Uh, <laughs> Guy and the guy and his friend were there. They're very nice. We had a good time. So that was it. We were there for about an hour. There you go. All right. So if, yeah, if you want to have a lemonade with Harry, just hit him up on Twitter, and he, he's buying for sure. Uh, let me just talk about real real quick. I, yeah, I lost a lot. I had golf. I had uh, who did I even have? I, I had Rose. He was in it in content. I had Rose and Snedeker. There were two out of the top mm. three or four going into the uh, fourth round. I lost that. I lost all over the place with Brian, the games he mentioned. But I actually bet on the selection show. Not the show itself, but I bet on the teams that would be in the tournament. Five dimes put out odds on who would make the tournament. Imagine this 20 years ago. Mm. I would have been going nuts. Harry Wright mm. betting this thing? But we, oh, but I, are you kidding? So I did it. I bet Oklahoma will make it, mm. and Syracuse would not make it, and... I know you guys hated it, Titus Tate. You guys talked about how you hated it, but uh, and it was a little weird because they roll out the teams alphabetically, and it's yes. like I'm waiting for Oklahoma, and it's like, all right, Ohio State is in. I'm like, oh, a o h, okay, okay, is o h before okay? I'm like, I'm doing all this. It's, it's, I'm now in third grade again, trying to figure out alphabetically if I'm in. Uh, I didn't mind it so much because they eventually reveal the brackets like they would anyway. And I thought that like uh, Ernie and, and Kenny, they should have Ryan Seacrested it up a little more. They should have done like, all right, this is where we may or may not see Oklahoma. And they did do it for Notre, right, Dame, Notre Dame, I think, but they didn't, they should have kept that going for every bubble team. I think if you're going to change the format. So the, the reason people are upset is because usually they unleash the bracket team by team yeah. in the spots you're in the bracket. And when you come to the 11 seeds or the 12 seeds or the 10 seeds, you know that those are going to be the bubble teams. So, like, you, when you get to the part of the bracket, it's they th- flip over the six, and they're getting ready to go to the ten. All the bubble teams are like, okay, it could be us. And yeah. they flip it, and, you know. So you take away that element um, when you do it alphabetically. I think if you're changing the format, you should go. They should have. They, they always see these teams one through 68. Like, mm-hmm. even the one seeds, like, that. Virginia was the overall one. Villanova was two. And they do that all the way down um, with all the seeds. I think the solution, if you want to mix it up, is go one through sixty-eight, and then once you get to like whatever it is, forty-one, or I don't, I forget how many at-large bids they give. But then at that point, you're like, okay, now they're bubble teams. Right. That, that would be some suspense, you know, if they started showing. That would be better. So then they they, they reveal them exactly the number they're taken. So we like we yeah. know Notre Dame was the first one out. They were sixty. Nine, I guess. I don't know. I don't even nice. freaking know anymore. Is yeah. that it? Yeah, there we go. But uh, so you would go, you would go starting with like fifty all the way down, and then we see 
That's yeah, Syracuse I, mics. I, yeah, do something like that where you're showing the, the that way because the, the the problem with the alphabetical, like you said, there's no drama. Um, all of us are idiots. We don't know how to spell. We didn't know what we what we were looking for in these moments. We and you forget who the bubble teams are. Kind yeah, of, it was, right. just a lot of. It's all over the place. I think the main problem was that it wasn't alphabetical. That was the thing we learned after after the fact. They had messed up the alphabetical order. They did? Yeah, so as they were going through it, they had screwed it up anyway. So that, that was, first of all, they didn't give us the stakes. So they just jump in like, now we're doing at-large bids. Right. Because yeah. they went the automatic qualifiers, the AQ teams. <clears throat> we get that. That's self-understood. We just watch all these teams play, so we got that part. And then they did the alphabetical thing, but they had no stakes of the matter. And then we were oh. almost shocked when they started. It was like, Arizona State, and then we're like, oh, okay, so now we're now we're getting the teams of the bubble teams, yeah, and right. it just sounds so nonchalant and casual. They and usually it's such a, a they should have built it up. As, sure. as someone who was on an Ohio State team, uh, when we were on the bubble in 2008, we eventually won the NIT, but we had that tense moment of like, are we going to make it in or not? To have it, to do it alphabetically, you know right away. I remember thinking like, I, I forget who the first team that was on the bubble that didn't make it, but like you know within a split second that you're not in. I think it was Louisville once and, we got to Louisville. And part yeah. of the part of the viewing experience, I remember just being in agony in 2008 because the, you, you have to basically watch the entire bracket because you're still holding out hope. You're like, I don't know, guys, maybe they gave us a two seed. I don't mm-hmm. know. There's it's always a chance. So maybe um, this is nicer. So, yeah, this is sort of nicer because you <laughs> just rip the bandit off, and you, if you know these yeah. teams watch, they turn it on. You watch for like two minutes. You're like, well, we didn't make it. And you can turn it right off. But the other way, it's like you have to watch the whole show just to make sure you didn't get a bid. There's got to be a better way, but I, I I wouldn't mind if they did it this way and built suspense and like uh, kind of built it up a little. But uh, am I crazy or so they'll show like Lipscomb the team or something, and they'll, they'll, they, those guys are going crazy. Like, hey, <laughs> you guys won the tournament a week and a half ago. You shouldn't be this excited, <laughs> you know? And you're playing. A, they haven't stopped a, celebrating. A top seven team. Yeah, you play so. Yeah, what what are you so excited about? But am I nuts or didn't they used to show teams that didn't make it? Yes, they, they, used oh, to have they definitely did. They when definitely did they did. stop doing that? When yeah. when people got so soft. sensitive, yeah. When now it's mean, soft. really? Yeah, now it's mean. I think it was 2015 <laughs> was the last year where they showed because yeah. it used to be Virginia Tech with Seth Greenberg was always the team <laughs> yeah. that ESPN was always you know cooped up. It was like Dickie V said they beat Duke, they're gonna make it. Seth Greenberg, he's excited, and then they show him really sad, and yeah. that was the final shot we got. And now we don't get any of that. <laughs> Parlay anymore. kid, why? What would be bad? Uh, they send a couple cameras to Notre Dame and uh, film those guys dejected. I don't uh, understand. That, Absolutely, but like Tate said, everybody's very sensitive now, you know. <laughs> but the best part I'll of a boxing a match is, is seeing the, the loser's interview, right? Of like, they course. still do that, like, yeah. right? Agony of defeat. The agony of defeat. Yeah, we Nothing need, like it. We need yeah. to see both sides. Yeah. Now, I, I want to bring up— more drama. Yeah. Titus, your point, very underrated point. Uh, and like, I didn't go crazy. I had money on Syracuse not making it, so that's why I'm going nuts. I mean, <laughs> God bless you, Joe Lenardi. You had them the seventh team out. Seventh out. There's the first four out, and then he's seventh. And they somehow they jumped us. So I don't know what that guy does for a living uh, now. But uh, you make the point that it's not that big a deal in basketball, these 65th, 66, 67, yeah. the teams are not making it. You can make the case that Ohio State or Central Florida will win the NCAA football championship because it's only two games. St. Right. Mary's is not going to be anywhere near this right. tournament, well, in or out in two weeks. There have been teams, like VCU in 2011 was a play-in team. Yeah. And they made the Final Four. Uh, it, it's gotten close, but Tate and I make the joke on our podcast all the time. Like Once you once you get to a certain level, like the teams just suck, and you can get any, any team can get hot, but it's like... I don't really feel bad for any team that misses it, like Dick Vitale does. That's the that's the Dickie V move. It's yeah. like every year he's like he picks his team, 
These guys should have made it. I have no idea what happened. It's a travesty. It disgusts me. And then if you ask him, which team would you take out then, Dickie V? He's like, well, uh, I don't think I'd like, take well, anybody out. I love everybody. Just what do you mean I'd take someone um, out? Yeah. So, I, you know, the whole bubble thing, Like, I, and I say that as someone who's on the wrong side of it. I remember, again, when we were when Ohio State, when I, my team missed out, I was like, yeah. I was looking around the room. Our, our name doesn't get turned up. Everyone's sad. I'm like, we should have tried not sucking this year. Maybe that's what we should have done. Instead Did you say that? Did you get up in front <laughs> of the group and say that? Everyone started <laughs> clapping. Odin was cool with that. Is. And then, and then that, that's why we won the NIT. Everyone was motivated. They're like, thanks, Dad. Brother Bry, what do you think? Do they make too much of this uh, 66 team out and everything? Yeah, 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 for sure. I, I don't think um, I don't think it's a big deal at all once you get to that to that level. I mean, I mean, we we allowed four extra teams in a few years ago, or actually, what, what did we originally have? We had 64, and then what we, do we have one play? Then we had one play and 65, and then it became 68. Yeah, so 65, yeah. now you yeah. get three more. I mean, I, I don't care. It only hurt, it only hurts you, Sal, when you're betting it. I know, <laughs> now that you can bet this thing, like that, I should be the only one screaming about this, not these other guys. Uh, uh, Jay, Jay Bellis, or the, they don't care. I promise you they don't care about it, but... Anyway, all right, listen, it's been a long time. We haven't gotten into the bets yet. Let's take a quick break and then uh and then we're gonna then we're gonna make some money. Talking about my bookie. It's time to talk to you about the boatload of money you can make this week betting at my bookie. If you haven't checked them out, this is a perfect time to get into the action. The madness of March is here. Lay down some money, score big on college hoops. Join me and thousands of online players and start betting at mybookie.ag. Are you sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? Come join MyBookie today. They even have in-game live betting, so you can place a bet after tip-off. Join now. MyBookie will match your first deposit with a 50% bonus. You can even enter for a chance to win their million-dollar bracket challenge. Just use promo code SAL to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today. Play. Win. Get paid. All right, we're back. Now, listen, I don't know. I, I look at the uh, football props for Super Bowl, and I was like, well, that's great. There's now hundreds of those. But I feel like college basketball with NCAA March Madness, it could you could literally look at this for weeks because there are not as many props. But if you change your bracket even a little bit, you may have uh, over-under ACC wins different than you did three minutes before. So you could really go yeah. blind looking at this. Let's take a look. Uh, this is one of my favorites. Will a number one seed win the 2018 NCAA Men's Championship? Yes is plus 160. No is minus 200. We've all made our brackets. A 1-1 one, one in 2017, a number one one in 2015, that was Duke, a number two one in 2016, and then seven, UConn in 2014. Is there any, valuable, uh, any value in this, Titus, for the yes? I, I think... Um, Honestly, I, I I don't feel strongly about the one seeds. I would have said there was value before DeAndre Hunter went mm-hmm. down for Virginia. Right. Uh, the only one seed I, I believe in a little bit is Villanova, and hmm. uh, you, you know, like Virginia. I I think Virginia is good enough to make the Final Four. I think once they get there, asking them to you know it, they're going to have a hard enough road to get there. Once they get there, to ask them to beat two more really good teams, um, I don't think that's happening. Xavier, I think is is by far the weakest one seed. They they have a good team. I feel like. I have to, I'm put in a position where I have to say bad things about Xavier on all these podcasts, but it's just the reality. Like you have a great team, cool, but I just mm-hmm. don't believe in you as a one seed. Um, Kansas shoots too many threes, doesn't play good enough defense for me. I, I feel like they're gonna go cold one of these nights, and and that'll be the end of that. And Villanova's sort of the same vein of they shoot a lot of threes, and 
I, I think I kind of overvalue Vill- that Villanova won the title two years ago. If, if two years ago Villanova had gone to the Elite Eight instead, uh-huh. I would probably be like, stay away from Villanova. Or Christian has missed that yeah, shot in the good missed, overtime. Yeah. But, uh, so Villanova, like because they won the title, I feel like I may, might be overvaluing that. But that's like really the only one seed. If you told me... You know, like Kansas won the national title. I'd be like, really? That's kind of surprising. Or Xavier, I'd, uh, that's surprising. Villanova is like the one I could actually see happening. So I hmm. take take what you will from that. Yeah, I think it's no two. I agree no. with that. I, I think it was uh, Virginia was the team. I thought that we were going to ride the Virginia defense all the way to the top. Without Hunter, he's a big pa- uh, big factor in that. I, I don't like that he's out now. Um, I think the two seeds actually, and it's just one two seed. If Duke was the fourth one seed, or Carolina was the fourth one seed, I, I would buy into the... I mean, because yeah. plus 160 is pretty good for a one seed as far as right. as far as far value there, I would say. But uh, I, I just don't really like the fact that Villanova's going to have to play Virginia Tech or Alabama in the second round. I don't like that Kansas is going to have to play Seton Hall or NC State in the second round. I don't like Virginia doesn't have DeAndre Hunter, and I just don't like Xavier flat out pretty much. All right. Well, Harry, you're going against your boy Harry. Oh, Harry I'm you, sorry, you, Harry. You, Harry, you love Xavier, right? Love Xavier. Love Xavier. I think uh, they're very underrated in terms of what they've done this year. Like I said, Trevon Blewett's been fantastic this year. Shooting 44%, uh, 43% from three-point range. I really like Xavier in this, and I think uh, they're getting great value. When's the last time uh, a regional uh, uh, number one seed got like four to one to win that region? I don't know. I, I'm sorry, Harry. I'm enjoying your playing music. This is your theme music. <laughs> I don't know if anyone could hear it. <laughs> I can hear it. <laughs> I love that Harry just continued through it. He didn't even, it. It was like he already hears it in his head anyway. You know why exactly? Because this is what he works out to, so it doesn't matter. It's all second nature. All right, I'll t- turn Has this Xavier's to the worked out in quite some time, so it was a little, uh, you know, uh, I didn't remember it. Would you do it like Havasu? Yeah. Has Xavier covered a single game this year? Like, I feel like they win by two you or three. You don't even want to know. They feel like they win by two or three every year. Xavier? Yeah, every you guys, game. Yeah, that's yeah. your thing. You think they win by like three or four. Or yeah. I think if you're going to bet Xavier, always bet Moneyline because yeah. uh, right. their, their spreads yeah. are always off. Okay, so I I think the two seeds are strong too this year. Duke, Purdue, UNC, and Cincinnati, and especially now with Virginia being knocked around a little. Yeah. Even though I'm taking Virginia to win the whole thing, but uh, a two seed to win the whole thing is plus two forty. I feel like you can maybe go against that, brother Bry. What do you, What do you think? You think where's where's the best hedging strategy of this to take a one seed and hope that one of them makes it and then hedge, or to take a two seed and think that they'll almost definitely be in the finals or, or final four and, and hedge out of that? Um, I would probably say I, uh, I'd probably look at the two seed here just because there's probably a little bit of value with North Carolina. Well, oh, North Carolina. No. Brian, <laughs> shut up. Brian, I'm stop. Sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> I shouldn't even. I shouldn't even say. It's the worst birthday <laughs> gift ever. Well, well, come on. Duke is a two seed, too. You, you'd, you'd be fine if both of them were out, wouldn't, wouldn't you? <laughs> I'd be fine with one of them out. <laughs> Metal Duke. Uh, all right. So, but, uh, yeah, I think yeah. there's a little value in the two. I actually, I, it's funny. I kind of like the three seed to win. Although I was looking at it, and only I think there's only been one three seed in in the final four in the last four years, which is weird. But I kind of like, I do like Michigan State, Michigan a little bit, and Tennessee a little bit. So, yeah, uh, those three seeds. That's I, I, four I to like one. Four seeds. to one that a three seed. Uh, wins the whole thing. You guys, well, you guys obviously had Michigan State in the Final Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a four seed, uh, let I, me see, four seed, Arizona, Gonzaga, Wichita State, and Auburn. Do you like the threes or the fours better? 
I I like the fours in the sense that I like Arizona and Gonzaga more than uh, to me it's like Michigan Michigan State represent the threes mm-hmm. those are the two threes I trust the most I don't trust Tennessee and Texas Tech quite as much mm-hmm. the fours I trust Arizona and Gonzaga and not so much Wichita State and Auburn so to for me it's like Arizona and Gonzaga versus Michigan Michigan State and maybe it's just because I watch Big Ten basketball all year and I kind of got. Uh, turned off from I felt like the Big Ten wasn't that great this year but uh, Arizona and Gonzaga both stand out to me and especially I feel like the West is kind of weak um, and Gonzaga can make a run at least to the lead eight and and what happens after that when they meet North Carolina I don't know but uh, a loss I don't know Arizona and Gonzaga stand out to me so I would say the fours Mm -hmm. all right well the fours uh, are plus 650 so that's nice nice value I think uh, there where the threes are are just four to one odds now let me just say something to everyone who's going crazy about Arizona and Kentucky as far as Vegas is concerned, that's just a little better than even that both those teams advance. So get ready. One of them could lose. Yeah. I, I think the problem, too, is that a lot of people have looked at that region and they're like, but you got Kentucky and Arizona yeah. and Virginia. It's like, well, Kentucky and Arizona are going to cannibalize each other. Only one of those teams is going to yeah, get right, out of there. Right. So they're going to yep. play each other in the second round. So just go ahead and throw that out. I, I don't know why everyone keeps saying that. And Kentucky... They got the toughest five twelve draw. I mean, everyone wants to pick the five twelve game to get Davidson in the first round. Right, is just terrible. It's a yeah. ter- it's terrible luck. I mean, it's not even if you're a Kentucky fan. I don't understand why they're not worried about that game. Right, Harry, will a twelve seed win a game in uh, this year's tournament? The yes is minus three hundred, and I think it's because it's happened nine out of the last ten years or eight out of the last nine years. You going yes or no? I am going with the yes. I know it's minus three hundred. It's a little tough to lay the three hundred, but I'm going to take yes. I mean. I agree. Davidson, very tough draw here. Uh, when I mean for that for the Kentucky game, they've beaten Rhode Island twice. They shoot forty nine percent from the field. They shoot eighty uh, percent as a team from the free throw line. Uh, I think they and Kentucky's been really hot lately. So maybe they're down a little let a little letdown possibly for the Wildcats. Uh, the Ohio State, sorry, uh, the, the Ohio State <laughs> South Dakota State game. You love it, Harry. Uh, I know, I'm I sorry. I do love it. It is great. Um, South Dakota State Titus has won 19 of the last 20 games. They beat Iowa, Old Miss, and they beat Buffalo by 14 as a tourney team. I don't want to hear it. Uh, <laughs> West Virginia, a bit overrated. Uh, in their game as a, as the five twelve against Murray State, West Virginia's lost only West Virginia's nine and nine in their last eighteen and they lost to Kansas three times mm-hmm. and they lost to Kentucky. And uh, New Mexico State before Christmas, uh, as they're playing Clemson, they're in, they beat the number six team in the country at the time, Miami by nine, and Clemson's lost five of the last eight. So it's it's always interesting that five twelve matchup. So I'm Harry, taking the yes at minus three hundred. Harry, that game was out in Hawaii, wasn't it? Which one? New Mexico it, State. Uh, it was in a weird. I remember it was right, really. Right, right, right. Yeah, it was really weird when I right, watched it. Was, it. it was late. Yeah, yeah I was like, why is Miami playing right now? Then I realized it was in Hawaii. Yeah. It was definitely in Hawaii. Yeah, Harry, in you Hawaii. basically have yeah. residency in Hawaii. You should know this. <laughs> uh, the five seeds lost 47 out of 132 games. I think that's since like 1985 or something. That's much less than one out of four. So, uh, or much. Yeah, uh, much more than one out of four. So uh, expect another 5-12 loss. Uh, will a 13 seed win a game? 13 seed has never won a Sweet 16 game. That's interesting mm-hmm. to me. They've never uh, gotten past that second round. Yes is plus 105. No is minus 135. This one is more even, I think. Uh, 12 of the last 17 years, a 13 seed has won. So who are we looking at here? Um, Marshall, who is this, Tate? Tate likes these. I'm, I'm a big fan of Marshall. I'm a big yeah. fan of Dan Marshall. D'Antoni. 
Uh, yeah. I'm a big fan of yeah. the herd, the thundering herd. I really like that uh, they got that draw with Wichita State. Wichita State is a team that is very up and down. Um, their their whole identity, which Titus talks about all the time, is defense, and they actually mm-hmm. aren't good at defense this year. So they depend on Shaq and L- Shamit and some of these other guys, and either even Connor Frankamp, who's somehow still playing college basketball, to get points for them. And Marshall has a system. They have this guy John Elmore, their point guard. He basically plays like the white James Harden. I, I've made that joke a, a bunch of times, but. I mean, yeah. they literally they run the D'Antoni system, and uh, a lot of people aren't ready for it. They're going to try to outscore Wichita yeah. State, and it's going to be a fun game. Wichita State's not going to be able to stop them. Um, Wichita State is just an offensive-minded team, so that's going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, that might be one of the most the fun fact, games to watch in, the, game, yeah, yeah. in the opening weekend. Really? All right. All right, there you go. Uh, they have 15 seeds will win a game. I, I, I'm saying no. I think that's a safe mm-hmm. bet. I always make a parlay with the, the, the uh, one seeds and the two seeds to advance. Uh, there's a couple scares, but... you. It, Almost always goes through, although the Michigan State was bad. Uh, I also, Georgia State-Cincinnati is a game I'd watch out for. I know a lot of people think that's crazy to say, but uh, Cincinnati is like a grit team, like a a team that tries to kind of be dirty and defensive and get in your head a little bit. But Mm. Georgia State, I mean, they're not Mm. afraid of Cincinnati. and They'll go toe-to-toe with anyone. R.J. Hunter's dad, Ron Hunter, that's a great coach. So that's what I like. So Virginia and Cincinnati, I want to make this point because I think it's— it's uh, uh, enlightening to people who probably don't watch college basketball. Uh, Cincinnati, it feels like every game they're close. They're it's like mm. a dog fight. It's rough. It's defensive minded. All that kind of stuff. And Virginia is too. And if you ask me why do I trust Virginia but not Cincinnati, is that I feel like Virginia gets in these close games by design. They're always just sort of keeping you at an arm's length. Mm-hmm. They're up five, but they they got you right where they want you. Cincinnati is trying to blow you out, but they just can't get out of their own way, and they just like turn everything into a rock fight. Yeah. And it's, it's like Kyle Washington can't, can't make a layup. You're yeah. like, please, just make a layup. Can't help, lead. It can't, they just can't help themselves. So that's, uh, that's something yeah, to keep Yeah, but he can make a three with less than a minute left. That's right. That's right. I probably shouldn't call out Kyle. Congratulations, Kyle. You got it working. <laughs> Parley Kid, you seem to want to chime in there about, about the 13 seeds, right? No, Sal, you know, I, as you guys are all talking, I'm sitting there thinking everything I like is, like, almost off the board now. I feel like anything I I would take, uh, I'm, I'm questioning myself. Because these guys don't, so much yeah, don't listen to us. These guys are delirious. Don't listen to them. <laughs> oh, really... Listen, listen these, these two guys know more than anybody. Well, at least I thought until I saw Tate's bracket with Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm heaping praise on this guy all week, and then uh, I see his bracket. <laughs> First of all, his handwriting is like a third grader. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, well, how old are you today, Tate? Seventeen? Yeah, eighteen. Eighteen. I can finally buy cigarettes. Oh, there <laughs> Tate looks very, very. How old are you, really, Tate? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Good lord. Nice. It's all downhill from <laughs> all downhill from here. <laughs> That's Harry, it. Harry gave you the congratulatory. <laughs> nice. All right, uh, Parley Kid. This is one you like. How many number one seeds will make the final four? Or did you have? Yeah. Is that the one you had? I got that. Okay. Yeah, I got that. I I got that. So, and this is the thing as we're talking. See, as you said before, there's so many of these props, right? Yeah. So I like this today. I'm looking and I go, yeah, I really like Villanova in Virginia. I mean, that's not rocket science. Mm-hmm. I really like them to advance to the Final Four. That's two teams. That's you're getting plus one thirty. You need two teams to go to the Final Four. Two one seeds to go to the Final Four. And then this. This uh, injury news comes out about this uh, kid from Virginia. Yeah. And to be quite honest with you, I couldn't even go back and look at anything else. I just was, like, done with it. And I said, you know what? I'm sticking with Virginia to make the Final Four. A tough-minded team. Uh, I'm a fan of Kyle Guy. Um, uh, become a real big fan of his. And I think Villanova, to me, is, is the class of the tournament, at least 
on their side of that bracket. Mm-hmm. And I still think Xavier could be the wild card there. I know Titus doesn't like it. Titus is hits right on the money with them. They don't blow anybody out. They kind of win some of these ugly type of games. But again, I think who else is the who's the best team in there? And so that, I and think some, they yeah. have a shot. So they could be the wild card. So Virginia maybe doesn't make it. Maybe Xavier sneaks in. The best, I got Villanova going to the final four plus one thirty. Yeah, the best, I kind of like that. The best team in the West is North Carolina. We already went over that. They, they have a they have a cakewalk. <laughs> I, I, they, I don't want to say earmuffs, Brian. Earmuffs. Why do you let him get away with this, Tate? You can say it there. I can. not <laughs> Tate, I mean, no one's I've lost North Carolina team. Oh, lost team. <laughs> come from the Q's fan. They got in the barely got in the tournament. Yeah, good, really. Good Harry. news for Carolina is Wofford's not in the tournament. Otherwise, yeah, that's be true. In trouble. They didn't win their league. Thank God. The Southern Conference. Q's thank God. I couldn't believe Titus let you uh, not advance Ohio State in the in the bracket against uh, South Dakota yeah, State. Like was, you gave that up, you didn't even mm, care. No, it was, we is bought a lie. I took the shot. I, I know, made the shot. at least let him I'm take the shot. To be, I know, I know. I was trying to be objective. You know, I'm I'm a real journalist. Tate's not. He's just a hot take artist over there. That just, <laughs> well, just I try to hit. pick winners and uh, I try to be the reigning champs. You know, they won last year. <laughs> let me just say this: all kidding aside, if you lose to a team called the Jackrabbits, <laughs> that's really bad. I'm, yeah. I, I'm I'm trying to just block it out of my mind and pretend like the game's not happening because the more I think about it, the more upset and scared I get. <laughs> So I'm just trying to pretend like it's not even happening. All right, let's think about this. What will be the highest margin of victory during the round of 64? Don't even don't even look. I don't know if you've looked yet. What do you think it is? The the line there. Highest margin, margin. of victory in the round of 64. In the, in the first round, highest margin of victory, I yeah. would say somewhere in the high 20s, low 30s. I'd say like maybe 31, 30 and a half, something like that. Oh, what do you I mean? looked, so I can't say. Oh, you did. All right. Uh, it's 38 and a half. Ooh. So you would go under then. Uh, Did you like my honor there? I could well, have just guessed thirty-eight. So yeah, the issue, the issue. Well, he's a real journalist. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a wide variance with some of these one seeds. Like if if it's going to happen, it's probably going to happen one sixteen, two fifteen, right? Like that's that's going to be the highest margin. And you got Xavier, Villanova, Kansas. All three are teams that shoot a ton of threes, mm-hmm. aren't necessarily great defensively, and if they're hitting, that could be a very big margin of victory, but mm-hmm. if they're not, and that's not exactly the smartest analysis, I know. If you're making shots, you're good, and if you're missing, you're not. Right. But it's just like a wide variance, so like, yeah. it's just as it's just as likely to me that they're not, like, on fire these entire games. And if they're not on fire and they're just hitting a few shots, I, I mean, 38. And plus, at that point, like, once you get up 30, you just call off the dogs. And It, it is tough, because no one's gonna, you're never gonna be, blow that, that Bet yeah. out, you know, you're not yeah. going to be up by 51. And if you are, you, you, those guys, there'll be four minutes left and they're going to sit, guys. What I would say, though, what adds, and I look back, and this goes 50 50, over 38 and a half, under 38 and a half over the years. But the play in game might help a little bit. The, like the LIU Radford, like you're not getting the worst of those two teams, theoretically. So, mm. It helps the under that a better team that has kind of played a little, I don't know, maybe I'm reading into it too much, but I, I would say maybe it's too high. Brother Bry, you like that one. I think you also like uh, 97 and a half highest point total. I should have had Titus Yeah, I like, the, I like the over in that. I yeah. think it's it's pretty good value because if you look at last year, there was two teams that went over mm-hmm. 97 and a half. You had Kansas and UNC at 100 and 103 in the first round. Yeah. And then and Brian, if you look at it in 2016, Kansas had 105-2 in that game and then Indiana at 99. So it's gone over twice in the last yeah. two years. Mm-hmm. And and that the largest margin of victory the last two years UNC won that one game by 39, and uh, Oregon the year before won by 39. Oh, so I guess tape. that's how they're setting the line of 38 and a half. Right yeah. there. They figured it out. They figured yeah. it out. Yeah. All right. Uh, Titus, guess this line. 
The yes. highest point total, individual. In, in the entire tournament? No, or first sorry, round? round of 64. Round of 64, highest individual point total. <sighs> I'd probably say low 30s again. 31, 32, 30, 30. Is that is that he's good? He's good. Thirty-two right, and a right half. On. Thirty-two and a half. Yeah. And I would take the over on that. I you would. would. I, yeah. You could talk me into the over on that. Yeah. I see Bagley putting up thirty-five in the first round, right. and people losing their minds. Really? And people are like, "Oh my God, Marvin Bagley, watch out for this guy." I can even see Aiton doing that yeah, in the DeAndre first round. Aiden, yeah. Um, because I mean, he's pretty much been unbelievable. He's pretty unstoppable for about a month. It, it yeah. feels like for Arizona, and I could just see him just keep it rolling, have like thirty-five and seventeen. Yeah, so. Parlay Kid, you were looking for MVP odds. Is this? Uh, do you see this prop maybe figuring in to that? Could you? Do you like it over or under thirty-two and a half? Yeah, I think I like it over. So I agree with them. Uh, I think you're going to have a, a shootout with this Oklahoma Rhode Island game. So mm-hmm. I, I could see uh, Trey Young. I mean, you know, he's been. Lighten that scoreboard up. I mean, I know he's kind of uh, petered out a little bit as of late, but I could see him having one big game here, and he's probably going to shoot about 23s in that game against Rhode Island. Yeah. So he, he, may he take might be 30 the guy shots. to go over 32 and a half. Mm-hmm. Also, it's funny, Tate and I joke about this all the time on our podcast, that everyone just acts like Trey Young is damaged goods and he forgot how to play basketball. And they're like, man, Trey Young's really just falling off, folks. And you look up his stats, right. and he's still putting up like 26 and 7. And, yeah. you, you know, exactly. like the guy is still on fire. It's just his team's not winning. He's taking more shots to get his points. But if you actually look at, like, yep. the points he's scoring, like he, he hasn't really fallen off that much at all. And, wow. Well, he's going to get his shots, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> He's going to shoot. We do know that. Harry, you, you sound like you disagree there. I disagree. Four of his last five games. Four of the last five games for Oklahoma, Young's gone 7-21 versus Oak State, 5-19 versus Iowa State, 7-20 against Baylor and eight turnovers. And uh, and in Kansas, in the Kansas game, which I believe when they lost by 30, Brian, I think you had Oklahoma that game. Uh, <laughs> oh, you went 3-13. of 13. Of course. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I think Young's been really on the uh, on the downslide, as, long, as has Oklahoma. All right. Well, all right. Sal, Here's Sal, the high, highest score That's last terrible year. shooting. Highest <laughs> score last year, Sal, was thirty. The year before was thirty three. The year before that, twenty eight. And then the year before that was forty one. Uh, they don't they don't yeah. let you do so every you every other year. This. So it's right. this year it's going over. It's almost like they they look this stuff up before they set the lines. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Here's one that only I will bet. I feel I'm like the only one in the country who will bet this. Uh Unless someone does it just to go against me. How many buzzer-beating <laughs> shots will occur during the round of 64 uh, this year? I always go with the zero. And people mm-hmm. get on my case. They're like, you're a don't-pass guy. I would never play craps with you. It's uh, minus 160 this year. It's usually minus 140. Went up a little. I feel like I win exactly every other year with this. Um, as soon as I get on my high horse after the team, if, after I win one year, I'll get blown out of it uh, the next year. You got you. This is not this is not in the spirit of the NCAA tournament, right? It is not in the spirit at all. But I, I wanted clarification. So buzzer beater is no time left. On no the time. Yep. Yeah, they, they run on the floor and the to refs win are, the game. They aren't yeah. even saying get off the floor. The They're game like, ends uh, on the yeah. last shot. That's it. Yeah, I mean it's and not in the spirit of it, but it's like you know this is this is business. This is that's you right. Know, like you gotta you gotta do what's best for you. I would I would say it's a smart play. Like, Thank they, you. They're very rare. That's what makes them awesome is how rare they are. Well, the ball's in the air. I'm just rooting for the other team. It's still an exciting moment for me when it does. Yeah. Go in. Yeah, I don't have right. to see the switch, right? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I'm not a simpleton. Well, here. Sal, Sal yeah. there was zero last year, correct? There was zero, yeah. I think. Uh, well, and there, there were literally like four the year before, right? Or something like right. that? that like, it seemed like there were like many the year yeah, before. Yeah, there were like three. I, it, it's, uh, it, 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 listen, there's close every time. The, the good thing about it is, what, uh, 32 games? 
25 of them, I'm, I'm okay. I don't, I don't even right. have to watch the last yeah. minute and a half. Yep. Uh, I am because I have a million other bets on things. But uh, for the, So there's like seven games that come down to the wire. And, I, and it, it does help that they do seem to always put a tenth or two or three-tenths of a second back on. Uh, that said, there, I think there was one overtime game last year. Uh, that over-under is two this year. Yeah, th- these are just guesses now at this point. But let's go to uh, – this is one of my favorite things, conference – Conference wins over under. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, look, you you fill out your bracket and then you add up how many wins you have for each team in conference. And you guys are going to have the Big Ten and ACC way over because your final four was full of them. Do you change that? Big Ten over under eight wins with no Wisconsin. I feel like you have to have Michigan or Michigan State going far to uh, to cash in on the over here. Yeah, those are the two I would I would believe in. Ohio State is going to win at most one game, I believe. Uh, I think I think Ohio State's in big trouble against Gonzaga in the second round. So uh-huh. that gives you one. So what? Now we need we need seven more. Seven more from three teams. So you go to Purdue. I think we we're going to gonna get two or three from Purdue. Yeah, if if you're lucky. If you're lucky, and then you go to Michigan State, you got three to four. Possibly Michigan five. State's got no. Michigan State, you're confident in two because Oof. they got Duke in the Sweet Sixteen. So yeah, now, I, I'm. I'm See, I don't believe under. Duke's going to be there, so well, I, I'd say four or five. For, for me, it, it comes down to Michigan and how hot you think Michigan is. Um, yeah. I I would go under, but you know sometimes my bias swings the other way. Like I I get so down on the Big Ten because I watch so much of it, but um, but th- but you have to the thing you have to worry about with the Big Ten is what if Michigan State wins it all and wins six, and then we get one Ohio State. Two Purdue, and then you got sure. the over. Wait, you had two teams in the Final Four. From well, the- we explain how that <laughs> happened. It was- I do feel I do feel Ty's got screwed there. He wanted Duke for the Final I Four, know, yeah, and uh, all of a sudden he's looking at Michigan State right? <laughs> because of a bad shot. The Duke really, of the Midwest that ran rimmed out. All right, but ACC now. <laughs> I don't know, uh, brother Brian. Have you ever seen a number so high as fourteen for a conference? Uh, that's a lot. ACC yeah, that's a lot. over under fourteen. Tate, I. I yeah. So the team has to win it, right, Brian? Yeah, uh, well, I don't know. You have to have two teams that get... Right. I don't know. You have to have two teams that get into, like... Well, one's got to get to the Final Four. One's got to get to the Elite Eight, I guess. I mean, I, I guess this can work out. I mean, Syracuse has a play-in, which would count. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say. Win. You have oh, a bonus right. with the play-in. Right, game. right, right. Does that count? And, uh, Wait, does it for sure yeah. count? It does? Oh. Yeah, they, they do, yeah. Okay. All right. And then, so... Uh, so similarly, the uh, the Pac-12 over under three, you could have two. You could have two before the tournament starts on Thursday. Is that right? Like if UCLA the, and the ASU, the Pac-12 is over under three. Yeah, yeah I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, that's really I don't think that's right, Brian. It's got to be. It's got to be just. You the, don't think? Yeah, because because the, the Pac-12, Arizona, like I, I don't think if UCLA and Arizona State won, uh, that would, would mean be, Arizona would have to win two games to get it, right? Yeah. Right, I don't but know. But that's not a guarantee because we'll uh, Arizona has to play possibly Kentucky, right? Well, they'll be favored in one. I don't know, man. Shoot, I, I wish I knew what I was talking about. I would do the about. over on that. <laughs> you I, would think, go, I, I think I would, I would do over. the over on the Pac-12. I think if it's three wins, I would do that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Arizona, yeah, of course, three wins. I mean, come on, your power conference. Yeah, get get, get more. Respect three yourself. Wins. Yeah, respect, get more than three wins. Yeah. All right, and is there any other? Let's see, Harry, you like the Big East over under eight and a half wins. I like over eight and a half. Look, I, mean, I know you guys are bagging on Xavier, but I think they <laughs> the number one seed, I think they got a hell of a draw. I mean, Gonzaga's best win this year is uh, is against the Buckeyes. Titus is Buckeyes on a neutral court. I think if I can get four 
and three with Xavier and Nova. Let's get seven wins there. Seton Hall is playing NC State in an eight nine, and Seton Hall's RPI is thirty one compared to NC State sixty two. Maybe I get lucky there. Providence A and M is in the toss up, and Butler's playing Arkansas. Butler beat Ohio State and Nova this year. And Arkansas had bad losses. They lost to Carolina by 20, Houston by 26, and they lost to LSU. Hey, you got them in the Final Four. They lost to LSU by 21. You're forgetting about the guard play, and they didn't just lose by 20 to Carolina. They played them well in the first half, and I still believe. Well, they lost by 21 to LSU, and then, and then you have Creighton, <laughs> Creighton 8-9 game. Creighton's playing Kansas State. Kansas State lost to West Virginia by 38, speaking of 38 mm-hmm. numbers. Mm-hmm. They lost to West Virginia twice. They lost to Kansas three times. I, I think if Creighton could both Marcus Foster has had 28 in the win versus Nova this year, um, I think uh, that if he can get, like I said, seven out of Xavier and Nova and sneak one of those other, t- one of the, the, maybe the Seton Hall game, and then and that's going without saying Xavier and Nova go even farther. So I think over eight and a half is pretty good. I like that, Harry. <laughs> I'm dancing as I'm speaking. I know, I believe it. Say, you you like Creighton too? Didn't yeah, you? I like Creighton now. As uh, my biggest fear for Creighton, <laughs> I just can't stop laughing. All I can see is Harry in my head dancing. <laughs> Get it out of your head. You All love right. Coco too. No, you you thought Creighton could upset Virginia even before this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought Creighton was uh, Marcus Foster. Marcus Foster was uh, a a guy I didn't like going against uh, Virginia's defense, and especially without Hunter now, I feel like that's just a a, a bad. Ma- I mean, Creighton will hurt you to move on, and I and I say that because they've done it before, and uh, you know, that, I'd watch hey, out if I were Virginia. Hey, Kansas. Kansas State's best non-conference win this year. <laughs> best non-conference win is probably against South Carolina Upstate. If you look at the schedule, pretty bad. That I like South Carolina <laughs> Upstate though. It's a good team. <laughs> good I mean, program. they are in the tournament, but still, come South on. South Carolina Upstart. Is that <laughs> yeah, they're gonna make it. Yeah, brother Bry. So these these props, I think most of them are on Bavada. Uh, is this one on Bavada? Now they have opening round wins, not just uh, for the whole uh, tournament. SEC opening round wins is five. You like the over? Uh, no, I like I like the under. Oh, you like the one. under? I'm sorry, I wrote the SEC because right. yeah, because I think on the, on that one because there's eight teams. That means they have to go six and two in the opening round. I already don't like. I I do like Virginia Tech against Bama, the first game. So right away, I'm thinking they have to go six and one for that to lose. So mm-hmm. I, again, if if it hits five, it's a push. So I I I I really like the under on that one. I mean, I like Kentucky. Tennessee and Florida. I think I like Florida, but I don't. I'm not 100 percent sold on Florida or, or Auburn. Yeah. So. so the only like Auburn's an 11 point fair. I'm trying to look uh, spread wise. So the, there there's some close ones. Alabama's an underdog, obviously. Uh, who else are we looking right, at? Right. Then here? you have A and M, Providence. Right. Play. Yeah, that's close. There's a lot of close and ones. Arkansas, Arkansas, Butler's a close game. Missouri. Uh, yeah, Florida in, in Florida, yeah. Game, so. Who knows? All right, I would go under but, there. And and you would go against Harry's? You would go under four for Big East? Yeah, I, I like that too. The only thing, you know, it's funny. The only thing I, I don't like as I was looking at that is that, you know, there are two SEC uh, versus Big East games right off the bat. So you have A&M, Providence, oh, and right. Arkansas, Arkansas Butler. Yeah. So, But I still like the under there because it's, it, it, you got six teams again. They have to essentially go five and one for that bet to cash. So I, I think you're, you're likely going to see four and two, and it probably be a push. But I think there's a better chance of seeing three and three versus five and one. So I, I like the under in that as well. All right, let's uh, let's take a break, and then we'll get to the conference odds. That's what everyone uh, 
that's where the big money, that's where everyone likes to spend their money. Conference odds and an overall pick and then a Thursday, Friday pick. We're, we're, uh, we're not even close to done. Sorry, guys. Let's hear from Yahoo. All right, spring training is in full swing. It's time to start thinking Yahoo Fantasy Baseball drafts. Flex your skills as a real GM and crush your league with the Yahoo Fantasy app. The Yahoo Fantasy app is the number one mobile app in fantasy baseball. Draft, trade, and manage your team right from your phone. The new weekly lineup format makes it even easier to run your team all season. Use the Set Active Players feature to set your lineup for the week in one tap. Sign up now at yahoo.com backslash fantasy baseball create your own league or join a public league don't miss out on baseball season yahoo fantasy baseball is the official fantasy game of major league baseball all right midwest duke is favored at nine to five michigan state nine to four kansas five to two auburn eight to one and then we hit double digits titus you're gonna go duke because you like them to win it all right i like duke to win it all um yeah, I, but I feel like I I don't understand. Again, I don't gamble. I should reiterate that. So when I see this, like I can't. <laughs> my brain you. is too stupid <laughs> to kind of understand like where the value lies in all this. Yeah. But uh, I like Duke to win it all. Um. But I guess that's not really that interesting of a comment because Duke seems to be the favorite anyway. So I'll just kind of bow out of this one. But I, I think Duke Duke is coming out of there. Tate, what do you say? For the Midwest, I have a long shot, uh, which Titus is going to laugh at. Um, I really like NC State. Yeah, uh, I have them <laughs> I have them circled right here. Yeah, NC State <laughs> is such a good basketball team. They finished fifth in the ACC. Uh, they have so much talent. I mean, you're at seven, uh, Braxton Beverly, Markel Johnson, second in the country in assists, in case you couldn't look up who uh, finished second behind Trey Young, and he's their starting point guard. He's great. Um, I love Kevin Keats. Kevin Keats comes from the Patino system. He knows they're how to best, coach in the tournament. They're the best team in North Carolina. They beat Carolina and yeah, Duke this year. They, they said that they won the state championship by beating both those teams. Um NC State also has some some FBI stuff on the way. They're getting mm. subpoenaed at the moment, so this might be their last run. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, so I, I don't know. And that's what NC State does. They fly under the radar. I know now that pointing them out has made them not under the radar, but, uh, yeah. you know, they won in 74. They won in 83. They won national titles before. So um, I don't think it's that crazy. I feel like you're sort of trying to jinx them a little bit here. You know, I'm not. <laughs> yes. Everyone right. everyone accuses yeah. me of that, but I really yeah. want them to do well. Yeah. And if they take the one <laughs> seed from Kansas, if they beat Kansas in the second round, they're the defense to one seed, and they have the easy path. Yeah. and uh, I could buy it. Yeah, wins over Duke, North Carolina, and Arizona. That's a that's a pretty good uh, resume, I would say. All right, the hey, West. Can I say, yeah. can I say, Tate? Though I did have uh, NC State getting like four like four <laughs> points home against uh, UNC, and they they lost that game. But that was, that was a guaranteed. <laughs> that was a guaranteed loss. After winning in Chapel Hill, there was no way they were going to win that game. <laughs> you guys will figure it out eventually. All right, Harry, you like Xavier to win the West, obviously, right? Is that seven to two? I like Xavier to win the West. Look again. <laughs> this is just we, we, we go, we go to Harry every ten minutes. We go to Harry to talk about Xavier, but I like it. Go ahead. No, I'm just telling. Hey, go ahead. Listen, uh, it's unbelievable for one seed to be getting four to one odds on the on the region. Like I said, Gonzaga hasn't played anybody that great. They beat the Buckeyes. That's their best win. Michigan's getting way way too much credit. Way too much that. credit right now based on what they've done lately. And North Carolina is always going to get the favorite, get the credit and everything, but they have 10 losses. And they're getting, getting too much, especially to be uh, favored to win the West region with 10 losses. That's insane. And if anyone out there uh, is a fan of Xavier and might want to bet them through the tourney, I have a great stat. Since 2004, they have the best winning percentage out of anybody record-wise against the spread at 24-6-1. So Xavier at 
four to one to win the West Region as the number one seed. Uh, Titus, I don't. I know you're not on big on Xavier. Is it maybe because they're in-state rivals? No, I have another stat for you. Is that the problem? I have another stat for you. Since 2004, Xavier has never made a Final Four. Since (laughs) since 1904, Xavier has never made a Final Four. (laughs) So that does uh, seem to be a little more relevant. (laughs) That's Bill Murray's son's team, right? A number one. They're they're not a number. They're not a six. They're not a five. No, listen. I think. They're good, really good team as a one. I would actually agree with you, Harry, that I think the number one seed being like the fourth best odds is is eye opening. Xavier is not that bad. I just don't. I mean, you know, it, it, this isn't a this isn't a binary thing where I have to love or hate a team. I just don't necessarily love Xavier. That doesn't mean I hate them. They could they could come out of the West for sure. Yeah, there you go. But who is coming out of the West? I just I think it's Carolina. I, again, there's nothing <laughs> that could possibly go wrong here. Uh, it's just it feels like the coronation for Carolina to, to <laughs> pull off the first back to back since oh six oh seven. That's what they're destined for. You guys are trying to jinx me, and uh, I'll say this: I think that there's a long shot odds with Providence. I like them 33 to one because the way that I look at it is, I think North Carolina is a team that gets out of this bracket. But if North Carolina does slip up, I think that they lose to Providence, a team that they somehow always play in the 8-9 game. So if they lose to Providence, then I would take Providence 33 to one. If you think one of those two teams are going to get out of there, um, I don't believe in Gonzaga. I don't believe in Michigan. Um, I believe in Xavier more than most, but I think that Xavier is going to get tripped up in the Elite Eight, Elite eight whoever they play, um, and I think they're either going to play Carolina or Providence. The Providence thing is fun. They got the coach that rips his pants. They, got the, they went to overtime three times in the Big East. Like they're 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 uh, tourney ready, I would say. Right? Not a bad mm-hmm. not a bad thing. Can we get? Can we get? Will the game be the West Final being in L.A.? Can, if it's Xavier, North Carolina, can we get some credentials? Maybe. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I have no say on that, Harry, but I'm going to say yes. Uh, sure, yes, I'll say go. yes, Harry. Sure. <laughs> can we go to the yeah. go to the Sweet right. Sixteen? I want to go to the Sweet Sixteen game with Harry when it's Xavier, Ohio State, and he's just like rubbing it in my face every time Xavier scores. He's like, I told you they were good. I told you. <laughs> we're doing that for Love sure. Love blew it. The pride of Ohio. <laughs> Let's go to the South real quick. Uh, Virginia five to four. Uh, fighting off this injury now. Cincinnati eleven to four, Arizona seven to two, Tennessee six to one, Kentucky fifteen to two, and then we get to double digits. Um, is Kentucky playing a little possum here? I, I, I fall for Calipari's crap. Like I, I went with Florida to, to win that uh, uh, conference tournament, and he's like, I don't care about a four day tournament. That's not going to show what that if we're good or not. And then, and then they go out and they smoke everybody like uh, nobody's business. Yeah, Kentucky. I would say to me with Virginia, with Virginia going, I still think Virginia is a favorite, but with DeAndre Hunter going down. I think it's like Virginia slash Arizona to me are the favorites, and then Kentucky's probably my number three um, in terms of like the, if I'm if I'm ranking this. I think Cincinnati has a very good team, and and it wouldn't surprise me if they did come out of the South. Uh, but I just I don't know. It's just uh, Cincinnati just doesn't do it for me offensively. All their games are ugly, and like I said, they're not ugly in a pretty way like Virginia's games are. Yeah, Cincinnati's are ugly in a very ugly way, and. Um, Tennessee just like Tennessee's like a fun story. They mm-hmm. they're better than they're supposed to be, but uh, fun stories don't usually last all season. They kind of have a peak and then they oh kind of that's fall sad. Off, so. That's sad. All I right. think it is wild that Tennessee has better odds than Kentucky. I guess because of the opening draw, getting Davidson and then also getting yeah. Arizona yeah. in the second game. Um, that makes sense. I also two sleeper teams. I like Miami. Um, I wish they had Bruce Brown. I wish he wasn't out because I think Miami's a really scary six seed. Forty uh, to one. Forty yeah. to one odds. And then Creighton at fifty to one, which, which I mentioned earlier. I 
I don't know or necessarily believe that Creighton can make it, but like I said, if you're an 8-9 and you beat that one seed, if you beat Virginia, yeah. then you take their route, and uh, I don't know. I think it works out that way. All right, that could be fun. Real quick, let's do the East region. Villanova, even odds. Purdue, 11-4. West Virginia, 13-2. Texas Tech, 8-1. Wichita State, 8-1. Then we get... Can we just so can Tate and I just do a touchdown dance real quick that we came on this podcast preseason and you asked us our best bets oh. and we said Villanova twenty eight to twenty eight to one to is win that the right? national title. Brother Bry, you tr- you usually keep track of this stuff. Is that wow. is that correct? Yeah, that, yeah, that was right. Yeah, we uh, said go. we feel we're, oh, we God. feel very proud of that. Yeah. At the time, we thought we were just bullshitting you yeah. guys, but we're happy that it worked out. If, if you listened to us back then, you would have Villanova twenty eight to <laughs> yeah. one to win the national title. So wow! I just want to uh, just point that out. I forgot about that. I will never forget that. Right. That was like, my, listen, I'm that already, was the one time I was right with any sort of bet in my life. I'm already taking you to dinner after this. I don't know what, what more you want. Um, all right, but Villanova. Well, I think I, that was probably. On. Would you guys say that was the one uh, bet that you guys or? the one team that you mentioned that really jumped odds-wise? I'm trying to think, like, Cincinnati, I think, was really high at some point. We, we said Miami. Uh, Miami is a little disappointing um, You like Miami. Miami. I remember at the yeah, Christmas like party, we're all over Miami. Yeah, yeah they, they, we still probably would be if Bruce Brown was still playing. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, but Villanova's the one. That's the one we, we yeah. really right. All right, let's pick our big winners. Harry, you go first. <laughs> You're going to say Xavier, right? All right. <laughs> Who wins the well, whole thing? Uh, just spread wide. Spread wide, I'm gonna take. Uh, wait, 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 wait! No, take... no, we're not gonna do that. I just want a winner. Oh, winner? who's gonna win oh, yeah, the tournament, Xavier? Xavier. Okay. And by the way, by the way, very impre- listen, very impressive. You guys had Villanova at twenty-eight to one, very impressive. But also, two months yeah. ago, two months ago, I got Xavier at twenty-five to one. So I'm very happy with that, <laughs> Xavier. You're at it again, Harry. Twenty-two to one now. Are they now 12? 14? 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. 14. Potential first-round picks, two to three lottery picks, one or two high lottery picks. Team is ultra-talented. I think they're kind of gearing up for this moment. Obviously, their coach is outstanding. We don't even have to talk about that. Uh, they rank third in the nation in offensive efficiency. They're, they're also pretty solid on the defensive end, too. They're a good offensive rebounding team, which always helps gets, uh, get a couple cheap baskets here or there. And uh, opponents do not go to the line against them. Uh, very much either. So I think at 18, look, we're all worried. Everybody would be worried about that Michigan State matchup. And I, everybody, listen, you're going to have a tough matchup somewhere along the line. Yeah. That Their matchup is Michigan State in the Sweet 16. Playing Kansas then possibly in the Elite Eight, Kansas to me is more like a three seed, I think. Mm-hmm. I really don't look at them as like a one seed. So I think that's where they get that back. They'll beat Michigan State. I think Cruz through Kansas, and I think uh, they take off from there. At 8-1, to one, really good value, super ultra-talented team. Brother Bry, please say you like North Carolina to win this whole thing at 14-1. <laughs> to That was my second team. I do like them at 14-1. But uh, I'm going to go with Michigan State at 12-1. to You know, all year they were, I mean, they were literally between 4-1 to and 6-1 to all year. They have one bad game at the end of the year against Michigan. These they, the brackets come out. They're playing Duke, so those odds 
jump way up. I think you're getting a lot of value at 12 to 1. I mean, I feel like they still should be like 8 to 1. I mean, they only lost, what, four games still. All right. I don't know. Take. One, one thing could I say, yeah. to you Go guys ahead. know, three of the last four years, one thing to maybe look at odds was three of the last four years, there's been a seven seed that's come out into the final four. Yeah. So, so I love the bet. I haven't seen the bet, but I have a. There's a thing where you could add up the seeds in the final four, and is it over under ten and a half? And I'm like, oh, that's so easy to take the under. There'll be a four. There'll be two twos and a one. That's great. That's nine. It's been screwed up almost every single year, right? Lately, trying to figure out. And Brian, that's why I had Arkansas. Arkansas is the sleeper seven seed that has all the talent in the world. They have the guards that they need. They can play defense. They can score with anyone but they just haven't put it all together. And I'm just like, I know a seven seed or a weird team is going to get out of this region. Um, but I say all that to yeah. say, uh, West Virginia is also in their same region, and now I'm going to pick them to win the title at 25-1. to 1. Whoa. Uh, they've gotten screwed out of so wow. many games this season, and I love Bob Huggins. I believe in Bob Huggins. I, I, don't, I don't see a world in which Bob Huggins retires from the game of basketball and he doesn't have a national title ring. And I think I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this is the year. I uh, it feels like 2010 to me. I think they're going to make it to the Final Four. I think once they get in there, they have a chance. I like Carter. I like Miles. I like Kanade. Uh, I like the odds of 25 to one. I'm not. I, I'm not saying that I think West Virginia is going to win it all. I'm just saying for the odds, why not give them a chance? All right. All right. Let's go now. This brings us to our sponsored segment, Captain Morgan's Make Believe Riverboat Casino. Each week, the Degenerate Trifecta and I, we set sail. We tackle make-believe gambling propositions related to sports and pop culture events. I dug deep this week. Uh, here it is. Here's the prop. Fellas, who is more likely to shove an old lady onto the subway tracks for fun? 1992 Christian Leitner or 2018 Grayson Allen? Leitner minus 180, Allen plus 160. Parley Kid, what are your thoughts? So both these guys are great uh, for the NCAA basketball tournament, right? Leitner, yeah. Grayson Allen, two hated players, mm-hmm. but we need guys like this, right? So these are great. And you know what's hard to believe? 1992, Christian Leitner, Tate wasn't even born yet, I guess. So. No, no, no. Oh, uh, wow. Unbelievable. So I'm, I'm going to make a case here for both guys, and then I'll tell you who I'm going to go with. All right, Christian Leitner. Guy had a 30 for 30 made about him called I Hate Christian Leitner, mm-hmm. right? That's pretty rough, right? Rob Lowe, himself, uh, your buddy Rob Lowe, right? Mm-hmm. Your friends with Rob Lowe. Sure. Called him a massively <laughs> talented pretty boy. Pretty interesting. Yeah. Stomped on the chest of someone we call that named flirting. Timberlake who played for Kentucky, <laughs> right? Yep. Stomped on, the, stomped on the chest of Timberlake. Man, he's a bad dude. Bad dude. Now, Grayson Allen <laughs> looks like a young Ted Cruz. Okay, that's a fact. He really does, okay? yeah. Is, he really does. His entrance song, I'm not saying that's a negative, but he does. His entrance song at his preseason Midnight Madness is, yeah. Harry, have you ever heard of this song? This is his entrance song at Midnight Madness. Every time we touch, what is that about? That just doesn't make any sense. His he's love story with Coach K. But Sal, he's a serial tripper, right? Yeah. So does this have to be a shove or can this be a trip into uh, the... Uh, into this, this subway. Uh, I think it's cross. a shove. The, 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 the River Bowl Casino has it uh, listed as a shove, so we have to go shove. It's a shove. Well, listen, yeah. you got a stomper and you got a tripper. I think Grayson Allen has got a little bit more. Uh, he seems to be a little bit more of a whiny little guy to me, at least lately. I'm, I, I have nothing but good feelings for Christian Leitner, Sal. He won me some money when he hit that shot Absolutely. against Kentucky. So me let's too. take let's take Grayson Allen okay. plus one sixty. All right. Uh, Harry, what do you say? You going on the Allen train? Uh, 
No, no, I like Leitner at minus 180. I think it actually should even be higher. I agree. Allen's just a whiner, but I think uh, Leitner, you know, the the, the stomp on uh, uh, Amino Timbo Lake in 1992, he had no problem admitting he did it on purpose, mm-hmm. it, you know, stomping on the chest. Also, he's gotten in, he got a black eye in a fight with uh, ex-Tar Heel Jerry Stackhouse before in a game. Like, you know, I think Leitner just doesn't care, and I think he's got the uh, the attitude, and, and like Darren said, uh, Grayson Allen's just a bit of a whiner and somewhat of a cheap shot. So I... It, it's it's weak in his defense. I think Leitner at minus one eighty is is an easy bet because he has no problem admitting that he would do anything like that, anyways. So I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Leitner. All right, break the tie, brother Bry. Yeah, I agree with Harry. I'm going to go with Leitner on this. I, it's funny. I'm I'm thinking the exact same thing when when Darren said the, said it about if it was tripping was allowed, then Grayson Allen would definitely be the one. I, I just don't think he'd have the guts to actually shove an old woman. You know, I think tri- he definitely would trip him. He doesn't have the guts to do it. Leitner definitely would. Leitner, easy money. Minus uh, 180, I right? love that we're talking about well, this. Alright, here's what I say. I can't I'm not, believe I, we're talking about I'm not going to even pick one. I think it's a tag team effort. I say <laughs> I say they both shove. I think that it's a race to, to the, woman, the old lady's back. Uh, they shove her onto the tracks. But uh, I think Leitner dives from the platform with a flying elbow and uh, does not get suspended for it for the rest of the tournament. Mm-hmm. But so I, I guess I'm saying Leitner minus 180. And that does it. That's another week of Captain Morgan's Make Believe Riverboat Casino. No matter how you live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. Captain's orders. Tate, r- real quick, though, did you have something to say about that? I just want to say the key phrase there was for fun. I think Grayson does it because he can't help himself. I think Christian Leitner enjoys evil. I think he enjoys doing mean things to people. <laughs> nice. and, and that's why that's the difference between the two people. I would agree with that. Even so. Yeah, Tate was telling Tate, us. When you, Tate, when you were like two years old, were you like told you had to hate Leitner? I remember my mom actually put in a VHS tape and showed me uh, Christian Leitner and Jerry Jerry Stackhouse fighting each other because they had taped it. And she was like, this is the guy. This is the guy. This is why we hate Duke. And I was like, okay, I got it. I understand like, this, now. This is your father. I want you to meet your father right now. Uh, all right. Let's get to our best bets. The Thursday-Friday games. Pick one, guys. Against the spread. We'll start with you, Parlay Kid. All right. Uh, listen, I'm thinking last year I hit a seven-team money line parlay. First round? Day one. Nice. Okay. First round. Okay. I'm going to come back with a Thursday money line parlay. Okay, Titus, I'm going to ask you, if I told you Michigan was going to win tomorrow, uh, are they playing tomorrow? Is that tomorrow or Friday? Either way. Yeah, they play Michigan, Montana tomorrow. Are they going to win their first? They, they're playing Montana. Are they winning their first round match, Titus? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Will Arizona <laughs> win their first round matchup? I'd be shocked if they didn't. Whoa. All right. And Kentucky. I know it's Davidson. That's the one to worry about. Kentucky's minus 250. One to worry about a little bit, but you got Michigan minus 725, Arizona minus 460, Kentucky minus 250. But Titus, I know you don't gamble, but if I could say you could pick those three teams, wager 100 to win 100, would you take it? I, I would do that, yes. You're doing it. No, not, do not it. would you do it. That's You're doing, doing it. it. I am doing, doing it. it. In fact, you've actually talked there me into go. gambling. How do I do this gambling thing? Let me. <laughs> first get money. I know a guy. I'm going to get you involved. Yeah, there you I'm go. I'm going to do it. It's that easy. It. That's, how, that's my best bet. My three-team money line probably practically getting even odds on those three teams. All three teams are playing great basketball right now. Yep. Chalk it up. It's true. Win and then roll that money over. Yeah, yeah, those are three conference winners, right? Did you say that already? I'm sorry if you said yep. that already. Yeah, okay. I didn't say it, but All I right. said they're, they're playing yeah. great basketball. Yeah, Brother yeah. Bry, can you beat that? 
Uh, well, when I when the bra- as soon as the brackets came out, the first thing I was thinking is I am going against Oklahoma. I just I took Oklahoma earlier in the year before they went on that big run to win the championship. They've been awful since. Oh my God! So they've won only two of their last two of the last ten. They've won four of the last fifteen. They've gotten blown out in a ton of games, like Rhode Island. That one, I think they could force a bunch of turnovers. I think uh, minus two points, uh, I, I like that one. I, I think, Tate, you like that, right? Yeah, I do. I like that a lot. Uh, another one I like. I know Charles Barkley likes oh, it, too. Char- Charles Barkley's on top of that one. <laughs> that's that's what he lives for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's his favorite thing in the world. I, I like this random three fourteen game. Uh, Texas Tech has been... They, I mean, they're kind of falling off the place, face of the planet a little bit with Keenan Evans. Um, they've had a bunch of injuries, too. But they take on Stephen F. Austin, and uh, I, I think it's 11. The spread on that game is 11. Yeah. And uh, I like Stephen F. Austin in that game. It's not money line, but huh. I, I feel like it's going to be a close game. All Closer right. than people expect. Titus, what do you like? I, I just looked up that Providence is not favored. I think Providence is going to beat Texas A&M, so I'm not really sure what their spread's at now. But... Uh, that would, that's I think it was one that four, stands out right? Me. Was it four? Three and a half. Three and a half? Yeah, okay. the fact that Providence is getting three, I think they're going to win straight up. So, uh, I mean, that makes a lot of sense to me to bet that Providence will at least cover three and a half. All right. Straight up, I think you could probably get like plus 140 or something if it's three and a half or maybe maybe a little less. Harry, you, I think, are going the opposite way of Brother Bry. I am. I'm going to take uh, Oklahoma at plus two. Uh <laughs> Listen, if you guys remember during football season, when I had my, I, my best bet when I had Oregon over Arizona, I gave every reason why I loved Arizona, but I went with Oregon anyways. I flipped it, and that's what I'm going to do here. Oklahoma's 18-13. and 13. They have not won a road game in 2018. Their last road win was December 30th at TCU by one point. Everything's going to be going the Rhode Island way. They've lost. Oklahoma's lost 12 of 15. In the middle of that run, they've lost... They, they had lost six in a row. And like I said, four of the last five games uh, that Oklahoma has played, Young has went 7-21, 5-19. to Harry, you're slowing down a little. Let me, let me help you out. Let me help you out. <laughs> Got to re-energize you. Five games, Young is 29 of 84 from the field. Everything points to Rhode Island. I'm going to flip it, take Oklahoma plus the two against Rhode Island on my Thursday game. All right. Nice. Okay, I will be giving out mine on uh, the Ringers making a nice video of my best bet for Thursday, Friday, and my conference picks. And uh, I keep saying conference pick, my regional picks, and my best uh, overall winner. Uh, I will say, though, one, one, and this isn't my best bet, but this jumps out at me. Uh, No one's taking Loyola Chicago, and they're a two-point underdog. Uh, Everyone's jumping on Miami. I know you you guys love them all year. They got their guy out, right? Yeah, yeah. I was Brown, yeah, I actually Bruce like Brown's Loyola. Out. I, I yeah. have Loyola winning that game, actually. You do? So, yeah, All yeah, because right. yeah, Bruce Brown's out. Miami's not the team that uh, we, we hoped they would be. I think in an, an alternate universe they could have been, but they're not. Yeah, and it's a Missouri Valley Conference, guys. You guys you couldn't come up with that today, but that's that's where they won. Like, you were making fun of Loyola today. They're Missouri Valley. Yeah, <laughs> I had two. That's your fault. Yeah, the two or three people were very upset about that. <laughs> I didn't know that. I'm sorry. Of course they are. Uh, the only other thing I want to say is our friend Jamie runs this pool. Uh, Jamie Agan, uh, it's a, it's an eliminator pool, and Trifecta did it last year. It's a lot of fun, right, guys? You pick two games Thursday, te- teams just to win, uh, two teams Friday just to win. You can't take those teams ever again, or this year at least, and then you pick a winner 
every day for the rest of the tournament, the rest of the days uh, the tournament's playing. And it's a lot of fun, and it's not a lot of money. Well, it could be, but we play $50. We play a buyback after Thursday if you lose, a buyback after Friday if you lose. Parlay Kid, you enjoy this one, right? I love it, Sal. And by the way, one of my picks already, I'll give you a little sneak peek. Yeah. Arkansas. Arkansas. Oh. And only I took them because Tate loves them so much. That's really why I took them. I figured, let's, let me take a seven seed, get them out of the way. Hopefully they come through. Well, well hopefully you're take... not taking them, Darren. <laughs> no way you're taking them. Yes, I took. I took Arkansas. It's done. Yes. I already, I, you sent your. I sent, sent your picks in already. <laughs> yes, I did. Wow. Wow. That's how I do it. That's a that's, that's a bold move. It. That's a bold that's a Friday game, but they're one they're an underdog basically, or it's a pick 'em, however you want to do it. And by the way, they're playing <laughs> Butler, Harry, and it just occurred to me, your head should be Butler's uh mascot. You are the butler. You're you're pretty much the most famous butler, the butler. in the country it's right good, now, uh, right? Uh, uh, that, way, that's my way, new I crusade. I'm going to get I you to the... be butler's mascot. Go ahead. Right. What? I do love this too. I, mean, I think over the past two years, I think out of the four of us, when we've done it, me, you, Brian, and uh, I'm terrible. Uh, Darren, I yeah. think I've done the best out of it, right? I probably. I, I have to buy back every time. Yeah, I, to the I, end. I will say this: good, if I remember correctly, Tate, you ran this thing. Yes. Uh, you were very young. You were. You were probably uh, six or seven years yeah, old. Yeah, I think it was nine. This is before um, Simmons turned you into Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes. Uh, but you ran <laughs> this, it the this first is, year. Yes. We this get, I was his assistant in his mind. This, this, I thought I was working at HBO. <laughs> this guy, Jamie, is terrific. <laughs> he, he, he updates it every every three hours. You get an update from Jamie on this. Tate, not, not the case. We got an update in the beginning of everyone's Thursday picks. And then, like, I think it was like... Uh, the second round, the NBA uh, playoffs before we got another one. And the problem with that, too, is Jamie also is a Carolina guy. So he went into it. He was like, you're a hardworking guy. I know oh, right. you're going to run this pool. And, oh, he uh, gave it to you. Yeah, yeah, he, Oh, yeah, I didn't he, know that. Yeah, he thought that uh, you know I'd be able to help him out a little bit, and I wasn't able to. Robert Mays was terrible yeah. at running it. Uh, <laughs> Riley McAtee. Yeah. Uh, there, there's, there's a bunch. There's a bunch. Yeah, it's a list. It's, a list it's good us. now. Are you guys do this at all? You guys we, should do We're it. doing one on our podcast. Yeah, you where, are. Where we're just making picks for ourselves. Yeah, but, I mean, we would love to. It's the same concept. Yeah, same concept. If you want to get in, let me know. I will, uh, you know. We do want to get in. All right. Okay. Get in, yeah. You're in. You're in. All right. Uh, guys, give us the plugs. Thanks a lot. Hey, let's do another hour and a half. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Evan. Yeah, Evan's, uh, Evan's uh, tired. Did he fall asleep? He's yeah, he's definitely, asleep. he's definitely asleep. He's definitely asleep. Harry, where can people find you? Uh, AAO Harry on Twitter. Yeah, and on, it's not just a, a reach out and, and tweet him. You will actually get to meet Harry. It uh, doesn't matter what will, the circumstances are. Uh, I will come are, anywhere in the greater Phoenix area or <laughs> wherever I'm at with Ken during that weekend. <laughs> okay, Butler. <laughs> uh, Parley Kid. I'm at the Chalk Talker, Sal, and I also, on the Chalk Talker, on my uh, Twitter handle, I will have uh, the my NCAA wrestling picks. I'll give all 10 of my oh, picks. Oh, good. Not too many surprises, but I will give those picks out uh, sometime tomorrow. Probably along with Brother Bri, we'll give a couple of uh, our picks out, so... Take a look at it, people. Brother Bry, where are you? Yeah, I'm at BSDOK816. And like Darren said, I just let Darren know uh, just a few minutes ago the uh, the wrestling odds came out. So we'll be posting, oh. we'll be posting that. Uh, we'll be there. Uh, we'll also be watching basketball on my phone while I'm at the wrestling, <laughs> which is probably illegal. <laughs> uh. You're at Titus's uh, stopping ground. You're, it's in Cleveland, right? I mean, Cleveland, not, yeah. Not, we're, it's in Columbus, isn't it? 
No, it's in Cleveland. Cleveland. Ohio That's State it. is. Uh, they could all win the, it all, though. Ohio State. All the, yeah. the NCAA wrestling thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. Mean, you mean real yeah, wrestling? I, I was thinking of the, the favorite. They're no, the this favorite is real. Right this is the real yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This is real. All right, what, Tyson, you are at. Uh, I, I am at Club Trillion on the, on the Twitter machine. At One Shining Pod is our podcast. Yeah. One Shining Podcast. You can listen to Tate and I. That's that's pretty much it. That's all I have to say. This, uh, yeah, it's going to be hard to find, but they, they did do a podcast this week. I don't know. Was it Monday? Was it early Monday? I, I, I dig around. You'll find uh, that they did a podcast this week. Tyson yeah. Tate. <laughs> Tate, where, where are you? At Tate Frazier, uh, and I will be here next week against all odds. Always. There you go. My man. Shoot us an email. CousinSalAgainstAllOdds at gmail.com. Watch Jimmy Kimmel Live 1135 tonight and every weeknight on ABC. Look out for my Ringer uh, video picks. I will tweet that out. I'm at the Cousin Sal. That's that for the Degenerate Trifecta. Tate Frazier, Mark Titus. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Now-